0: mm and
1: Hello, person, and welcome to Anthem of Life. I'm your host, Douglas Sarine. This episode was recorded in 1978 at a town barbecue in Severe, Texas. Population, 1,600. It was a beautiful, sunny day. The park was full of small-town characters and great-smelling food, and my eyes locked onto this gorgeous-looking deviled egg potato salad. Mm, and I make a beeline for it. And I bump into, and I mean literally bump into, a lady with one of the most welcoming smiles I've ever seen, like a breath of spring. We started chatting, and it was powerful. This is my conversation with Jolene. Enjoy. Jolene, thanks for letting me press record on this. We've just had such a fun combo so far.
0: Thank you. I have to say, you were just one of the most uh, pleasant men here today. You know, I was listening to you talk about the barbecue. I know the mayor was really pushing this particular brand of barbecue on you. And Mm -hmm. I was thinking to myself, which kind of barbecue do I like best? You know, because I have traveled everywhere. And I have to say, in my experience, I just feel I, it's just so silly.
1: Now, this is a pretty small town, but you say you've gotten out and seen a bit of the world. I've huh?
0: been back and forth a few times. I've been out, yes, quite a bit and did some traveling. What um, would
1: you say brings you back to Texas? Family,
0: always. It's always going to be, you know, family. And I had another sister who was getting married, and she wanted me to help her out with her wedding. and Oh, so I, recently? Yes, just recently. I sure did. Lizbeth was getting married, and mm. and
1: did you end up with one of those middle names? I always think that's so fun about the southern names of the Lizbeth and the Sarah Lynns and such. A- a- April. Oh, Jolene April,
0: the month I was born in. Oh, yes, Oh, nice, yep. mm-hmm. absolutely. Which it doesn't like roll off the tongue, so it just you know, Jolene is is really right.
1: But a spring baby is always fun. It, it reminds me of just life happening, and
0: yes, that's how i feel about it.
1: What's some place outside of Texas that you've enjoyed?
0: I've been to Alabama. I oh. went there for a man.
1: <laughs> oh boy.
0: <laughs> but it was a painful memory, if I'm being honest, because mm. it did not pan out. But we'll get there. Eventually. Eventually yeah. I'll find my person.
1: And I don't want to write off every man in Alabama.
0: <laughs> well you say he was a big old teddy bear and he was super sweet, but somebody else had his heart
1: and that happens. Now, would you say you're looking for a person? or
0: Yeah, I believe in love, and I do think that you're just going to, yeah. That's beautiful. Yes, when you you meet the right person and you make a connection and it's somebody that you can just chat with so easily and there's an easy rapport, I think that is the most important thing.
1: Well, obviously I love chatting with people, so I'm definitely on board with you on that.
0: (laughs) I noticed that about you. You're a very good talker.
1: But I like someone who believes in love. Because then any person that comes or goes, that's just a person. They're not love. Yes. If it doesn't work out with this person, they do not represent the sum total of love in this world.
0: Right. Right. That is so interesting. See, I believe in love as in you make eye contact. There Mm. is fireworks. There is. And you just know, like, oh, here it is it's finally here and then it is just this bubble you spend the rest of your life
1: in uh, have you ever been in love have oh, you ever been gosh. in real love
0: I, I the Alabama boy his mm. n- yes his name was Bo and we were deeply deeply in love and um
1: why do you think that one fell apart
0: Bo was not a very attractive man uh necessarily he He was very tall, very kind of a a large-shouldered guy who. Is that your type? It is my type. I do like big, strong men, but facially, he Mm -hmm. just, just not real good-looking, and
1: so... Celebrity comparison.
0: Celebrity comparison.
1: Burt Reynolds is out out the window <laughs> there, so we, we don't have a Burt Reynolds here.
0: It was not Burt Reynolds. It wasn't even Jerry Reed. <laughs> it, it was more... Uh, Jackie Gleason okay. might have been a good... So we're staying we're in too, the
1: Smoking the Bandit we're realm. We're
0: staying in that realm. Ernest Borgnine, I think, what comes to mind.
1: Talented actor, nice guy, but nice maybe guy. not winning any beauty pageants. A
0: little bit of a frying pan face is what they called it, like you've been hit with a frying pan in the face, and is that kind of what
1: flat. is that what made it fall apart?
0: Well, what made it fall apart is he kept thinking that he that I would never stick around, and then his family got in his ear and said that I would never stick around. And
1: I hate when family interject themselves <gasps> into a relationship. Yes, I and understand the, when you marry, you marry family, but come on.
0: I know, and his brothers, they all took it, tried to. Steal me away I'm just going to say it Oh my goodness We couldn't go to any family event Where they weren't Whisking me off to the dance floor And I mean And it was flattering And when you're in a position like that uh, You know You have to be congenial You have to You know Laugh And you certainly don't want to hurt any feelings You're trying to impress the family You're impressing the family And you're being good natured about it And But word would get back That oh She really Enjoyed dancing with your brother other or yes she accepted a ride from jerry and jerry said that she was quite flirtatious and really I was not being flirtatious i was very gently trying to get out of the car uh, in a way that would not offend or hurt his car, but also said very firmly that I was not interested. But uh, for some reason, it just does. It doesn't seem to translate.
1: Getting out of a car is always a dicey situation because you got to scoot everything and you got to move everything. And
0: Especially I, when someone is not letting you unbuckle your seatbelt, or uh, you know, I don't even know why he insisted I put it on. And then, I, you know, not bringing the car to a full stop. We're just going to go around the block again. Just keep going. Let's just go around the block again and talk this through. I didn't want to talk it through.
1: That's the biggest downfall of seatbelts is it makes it harder to get out of the car when you want to be out of that car.
0: And I tell you? If I want to wear a seatbelt, I will wear one. If I don't, I should be able to not put it on.
1: I'm not sure they're going to stick around for very long. I think they're more of a fad than a...
0: I cannot wait until this just goes away. It it crushes your outfit completely. It's uncomfortable. Oh, it's just so silly. I mean, what are the chances that anybody's going to go through a windshield? I'm with you.
1: So a little bit family, but then a little bit bows insecurity.
0: Exactly. He did so. He felt threatened, and he just felt like he would be a better match with a, a, a less attractive woman, quite mm-hmm. frankly. And I don't mean to speak poorly of the woman that he did end up being oh. with, June. But well, that's
1: uh, that's fun that he married someone named June, and the he, next season, yeah, right. That's so what instead he of said. Ab- yeah. instead of spring, April, he ended up in
0: in hot, sweltering steamy you know agonizing nagging terrible voice she was very belittling to him oh
1: we're not talking about the month no anymore, sorry i it, went it,
0: off on june uh, yeah it so seems like you yeah. ended
1: up at the, at the on pub. june
0: so but anyway i took it like a lady and i went ahead and got back out of town went back to to severe
1: even though you were in love it wasn't the love of your life
0: well he still writes me letters oh he still writes letters. I write back to a P.O. box, but I'm trying to keep it on the up and up. But we talk about...
1: Are these know, letters flirtatious?
0: They're romantic. I try to keep it pretty straight, but, you know, he still talks about when we were together and how much he misses me and a time when maybe we can, you know, be together down the road, you know.
1: You're going to do whatever you want to do with your life. I'm just telling you, I'm here rooting for love. True love. <sighs>
0: I like that idea so much. I just don't know what that, who it is, whoever he is. Hi, <laughs> I'm over here. <laughs>
1: he could be at this barbecue right now. He
0: might be. I mean, I've talked to a lot of really sweet fellas, most of them married. How about uh, the
1: mayor's son? He looks like a, a, a nice guy.
0: He is. He seems, he seems nice. But I mean, he's
1: local. Uh, so He's
0: local, and he dated a sister of mine. Wow. So he's off limits now. <laughs> we don't want to make anybody mad, And especially in these small towns. That's, do you know what I mean? For
1: sure. Yeah. Every, and, everyone knows everyone. If, if you do something bad, your mom knows by the time you get home because the little it, gossip tree is.
0: It's right there. There yeah. is. Yes, they're on it. And believe me, you know, because I have four sisters and there was a little bit of crossover with some of the The young men that we dated, especially Mm -hmm. when we were young.
1: You guys close in age?
0: Uh, We are, actually. We're just one year apart, two years apart, one, one. Like it was fast and furious for my my mother. And there was a very limited number of young men to choose from. Mm -hmm.
1: Well, it doesn't surprise me then that you got out of town.
0: I had to. I absolutely had to just for the sake of it. And me and my sisters were good now.
1: But Uh, not just to meet a man, but just to say, I got it. Get something else. I have to see something else in life, right?
0: For sure. Yeah, there's that too. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I am a secretary by trade. And so that has You can be a secretary anywhere. Anywhere. Everybody needs. And Mm -hmm. it's something that I take great pride in. And I have worked in a lot of one. I worked for a lawyer. I worked in a bank. I have worked um, at the fire station. Oh, you wouldn't really? think that, a yes. secretary?
1: Do you take the call like, hey, my house is on fire? And you're like, I'll, I'll write that down. I'll get <laughs> oh, no, it to somebody. <laughs> no, 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 no,
0: This was kind of the head secretary for all the fire stations. So oh. if there were complaints that were coming in or meetings to be set up, it, you know, uh, then I was kind of the, the go-to. All the calls kind of funneled through me. And-
1: this is something I think people underestimate about a secretary is the power that a secretary oh, has
0: totally because you get information that you don't even want, especially about, well, about men and their families and their personal lives, mm-hmm. and um, and then and, and from the women too because the women are also calling in, you know, and sometimes it can't reach their husbands, and so they're kind of talking to you about what's you know going on and and the situations that are on hand. I tell you what, I've been slapped in the face a few times. I have. Yes, I've been slapped in the face a a few times. Oh,
1: you've been slapped in the face more than once? Oh,
0: you would not believe. I am not the only secretary who has been slapped in the face.
1: Uh, By a woman or a man? By a woman. Never a man. man. No, no, no,
0: no. Never a man. It's always a woman. And I have to say, usually with good right. I can't really. uh, Don't do that to
1: yourself. Well,
0: she wasn't hitting me. You know what I mean? She was hitting me. Mm-hmm. But she's not hitting me. She was hitting everybody who's behind that shut door that I'm standing in front of. Mm. Does that make sense yeah. to you? it's
1: probably because that person believed in love, wanted love, thought they yes. had love. And then when you get betrayed.
0: Betrayed. You don't know what's going on. You're shocked. There's another shoe dropping all the time. I've had to, like, pick up and leave in the middle of the night more than one time. and have well, to, to leave a job? Absolutely. Absolutely. When you know more than you're supposed to know and then you have a hard decision to make, what information are you going to tell? Are you going to spill somebody's secret? Are you going to keep it to yourself? Mm -hmm. Now, listen, I can't even tell you the specifics. This would be the lawyer that I was Mm -hmm. working for, and he was maybe not doing everything on the up and up. As a lawyer? As a lawyer. Oh, boy. Believe that or not. He gave me as a birthday gift a body bag. Uh, And uh, that is when I headed home, and I packed it up, and I skipped town because I knew what that meant. It's risky business being a secretary. People think that we're just wearing pretty outfits and answering phones and writing little messages down, but
1: that's an odd threat. I would I have to say. First of all, you got to know what a body bag is. You know, you might just get a big bag and say, "Oh, look, I got a nice uh, large duffel bag." Mm -hmm. The kind of a couple steps you got to make there in your head to be like, "Well, it was not
0: a garment bag, and I know what that looks like." Mm -hmm. This particular lawyer, he did a lot of work for. Shady uh, folk. Shady folk. Let's shady just folk. say that. I'm not going to give them an, 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 a name. I'm mm-hmm. not going to, because that would really be bad news for me. People who love pizza and love um, spaghetti. There was a, a very large inciting incident. His office was raided by the FBI.
1: Oh, were office. you there when the FBI I arrived? I was
0: absolutely there. And I absolutely played it as i was told to play it which was to you know plead ignorance and I, and i and i did and i kept them away from a certain stack of uh f- files that were underneath my desk oh
1: my god that's a red flag right there that's that is the- a
0: red flag yes and i'm telling secrets i probably shouldn't be telling but it's been it's been a while but i was being called in and being interrogated Oh, every other day. You got questioned by the
1: FBI multiple FBI, times? Whoa.
0: Multiple times. That was frightening. It was terrifying. And then, I mean, some of it was just them wanting to flirt. There was a particularly handsome young man. Agent. Who, an agent, mm-hmm. yes, um, who was felt conflicted because I think he wanted to ask me to dinner, but it didn't seem like it was the appropriate time. And so we couldn't see each other really outside, and so he just kept bringing me in. And bringing me in, and we we had lovely conversations. And um, like I said, I was not interested in getting married at the time because I was making such a good living, and mm-hmm. this just seemed like, ooh, if I start dating an FBI agent, I'm gonna have a hard time <laughs> with Mr. Vernon. Wonder what, what he's up to now, Mr. Vernon.
1: No, I wonder oh, what that FBI. Agent? Oh, I
0: think about that quite a bit. No, he was a handsome guy. He was a handsome. Um, Handsome young man, and we had a real connection, and that's when I got the body bag. Under no uncertain terms. The was lawyer I'm,
1: found out about.
0: Absolutely. And made it real clear that um, I needed to, to uh, keep my mouth shut, or this would be my, my birthday present. So, yeah, I was familiar with what a body bag was, but let me tell yeah. you, the pay was so good. And when you're a secretary and you're getting paid some really good money and you can afford to buy the car, the the firebird that you always wanted oh, to buy. Yes, firebird. sir. Yes, oh, my sir. Goodness. And uh, able to, you know, uh, walk into Dillard's department store and not read the tag on the dresses and just take what you want. There's something really wonderful about that. Oh, wow. And having a little money in the bank that you can send back home and having a lovely apartment. And you suddenly feel like, well, wait a minute. Maybe I don't have to accept, you know, what who somebody is proposing to me or, you know, it's like the heat is off. Mm-hmm. And that was probably, even though it was a dangerous job and I did end up like hightailing it out of there, for the first time, I didn't feel like I, I was not really looking to date
1: anybody. Wow.
0: I, you now, know, now that we're talking about it, this is right. Yes.
1: So, Jolene, that was power. You basically didn't need to settle for anything. Know. You didn't need to even look for it.
0: Mm-hmm. And this particular lawyer already had a mistress and a wife, so he wasn't coming after me. We were just friends, which was, I mean, and I mean real friends. He just wanted to shoot the shit, excuse my language. So he was just as friendly as could be, never made any pass, and paid me so well, gave me great Christmas gifts.
1: So if you take out the potential illegal operations that it was connected to, right? Yes. do you think you want to... Find independent Jolene again?
0: Oh, I would really love that. But I feel I'm aging out of that position a little bit. Unfortunately, this this would be about 10 years ago, so I don't know that I'll ever find something quite that independent again.
1: Let's unhook secretary from you. Just say, okay, secretary's not attached. Secretary doesn't define what you away do for a living uh, right because so unhook that
0: okay okay what is
1: jolene doing for a living what is jolene living
0: uh sounds like she's going on a date with you <laughs> <laughs> is that what I'm picking up here uh, is the...
1: <laughs> I, I I do have to say I am married so oh, oh, I i'm I'm, I'm not sorry. on the uh dating okay. market I and I just okay. have a wife and and I, I'm not looking to add a, a, I a mistress oh,
0: uh, no.
1: but because no, you know, no, no, because no. I'll tell you what jolene <laughs> yes I want you to find love because, because oh, I, I think you reach. genuinely believe in love. And
0: okay, you're playing head games with me now. Well,
1: <laughs> I just I want to offer encouragement. Oh, okay. To encouragement.
0: say, I like that. yeah.
1: Okay. I found I found love, so I know it's out there. I record conversations with people because I love talking to people. Oh, okay. So I would say I'm doing something that I love doing, mm-hmm. and I have mm-hmm. found love in my life, and I want that for everyone. So if okay. you say I don't know that I want to be a secretary anymore, mm-hmm. and I want to find love.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, whoo! You really got me thinking here.
1: If Jolene went to New York City or oh, Nashville oh, or oh
0: boy, yeah, a even ridiculous. Houston
1: or Dallas,
0: yeah. I mean, my first thing that comes to mind is I probably starve to death, oh. <laughs> quite honestly, um, and I certainly don't want to, you know, get into exchanging money you know, for favors or anything like that.
1: No, no. no. That's so, what you're
0: suggesting. No, Because I'm no. certainly...
1: Here, here's what I'm suggesting, Jolene. When you were a kid, what's the first dream you had of, I want to be this when I grow up? Doesn't matter how fanciful or imaginative it is. When I grow up, I want to be a...
0: Married woman.
1: And do you think you quitted that with love?
0: Um... I, uh, gosh, um, I guess I did. <laughs> wow. I did. I loved my bicycle. I, I know that I, I enjoyed, you know, riding my bicycle and then I would be on my bicycle and then I would think, um, I can't wait to, to be married.
1: Hmm.
0: Huh. Well,
1: Do you believe that you can find love?
0: Well, I, I mean, I like to believe that. I'd love to, to m- meet somebody, and I'm confused, I guess, because I can't tell if you're asking, uh, if you have someone in mind for me, or do you, if you're interested in yourself, or
1: again, I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm married, I'm set in the love, but. No, it's just
0: we were talking about barbecue, and mm-hmm. I felt like we had that in common and um and how much we love visiting with each other, and you just seem so interested in in all my you know travels and things. I don't know, I guess I just misinterpreted um
1: I apologize if I put out anything that seemed too forward or
0: mm-mm, mm-mm.
1: Uh, and that's okay inviting in that way. what do you think little? Jolene would say to you today, that little Jolene who wanted to get married, who wanted to find that Mm -hmm. perfect man, what do you think she might say to you to keep you going?
0: She would say, you are the prettiest of the sisters. Everybody says so. You have the prettiest eyes. Everybody says so. And you ride the fastest on your bike and things are going to work out for you because you are so 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 pretty everybody says so you're just so pretty your 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 sisters' boyfriends think you're pretty and when you look in the mirror you feel pretty and yeah you're not going to have any problems finding somebody
1: you are a very attractive person <laughs> And I'm, again, I'm not, I don't want to go in any flirtation. What are there's, you no doing? Flirta- no, what there's no flirtation. What are you
0: doing?
1: No flirtation. But uh, I want to say, because what I want to say is, beauty can be a double-edged sword. Well. Because you can get too much attention, mm-hmm. and then you can't see the forest from the trees. Mm-hmm.
0: There was a time when I had too many choices, and really, I just couldn't make one. And then, you know, one would kind of get bored, and then another would step up, and um, I guess when I had that job and I was independent, Jolene, as you said, where I felt like, oh, I don't want to get married to anybody. I don't want to share this with anybody. It did occur to me that I, I could be a lawyer. I mean, I I could definitely do what Mister Vernon, who's oh shit, I should not have seen okay. his, Uh
1: But you wouldn't be a shady lawyer.
0: No, I would not. No, and I but I knew you know how to argue and and the right paperwork to file, and uh, it's really just a process. And I thought, gosh, I'm practically the lawyer here doing all of this. I mean, he gets to walk around touting his skills, but he was very rarely in court. It was a lot of threats, basically, as he would, people would say, I've got a lawyer. And then he'd send some big piece of documentation, you know, threatening to sue for this or that. And a lot of it, that, the, the legal language I was not familiar with, but it doesn't. You see a few of them, and you can almost, you know, do it in your sleep. plate, yeah. It is absolutely, it's, you know, cutting and pasting things together and making. But so I was doing all the heavy lifting. I would say so. I could, yes, I could have. I could have been a lawyer. Um, what
1: if we said could have been to could be?
0: Well, I guess I, I, I couldn't go back to school at this age. Why not? Really? I,
1: you seem like a smart, savvy person, and I bet if you put your mind to it, you could become a lawyer or become anything you want. And uh, oh. don't, uh, don't let's not let age get in the way. Well, thank you. <laughs> it's just,
0: I mean, 31 is pretty old. Pretty, pretty old. I don't know. Well, that is just something to think about. That is something to think about. I'm also, I love, I mean, I do love money. Maybe I'm a banker. To get into banking. I feel like when I worked at the bank, I was, you know, again, I was doing all the heavy lifting. There were just men behind the desk giving loans and making those decisions, poor decisions in my, you know, in my opinion. But
1: and having an opinion is where it all starts. Uh, that's where you say, I'm going to do it the Jolene way, <laughs> and you can apply that to your whole life. I'm going to do love the Jolene way. I'm uh, going to do work the Jolene way. Oh, from now on, that's it.
0: Can I just say, your wife
1: is so lucky.
0: I mean, so lucky. Do you pep her up like this? Do you give her pep talks? What does she do?
1: I think we're both positive uh, influences on each other's uh, lives. I think we both, I told her, hey, I want to go around and uh, meet interesting people. And she said, go for it. I'll help you.
0: What? Yeah. Did she wish you tell us a no. little bit, wondering who you talked talk to?
1: I don't, I don't think so. I mean... Uh, she knows I, I love talking to people, and she doesn't want to stop me from doing that.
0: Well, that's, wow.
1: She's going to listen to this, and she's going to, I'm sure, think that you're uh,
0: <laughs> Maybe you she'll bleep out my name. I don't want her coming after me.
1: I'll tell you this. Uh, <laughs> here's the safety that I can provide you. My wife will not come up and slap you.
0: Oh, <laughs> gosh. Uh, well, let's hope not, because I, I can take it. I will take it.
1: <laughs> Have you ever slapped someone in the face? Have you ever slapped a lady in the face? No.
0: Never. I would never slap a lady. Even she Never. I've never slapped another woman in the face.
1: I like that. That's the high road.
0: Yes, it is. And it's, uh, we got to stick together, us ladies. We really do.
1: So even if a lady smacks you in the face, you're not going to smack her back?
0: I'm never going to smack her back. No, never going to smack her back because most of the time, like I said, as I know where it's coming from.
1: Well, good on you. Thank you. Jolene, I can't thank you enough for having this little conversation with me. Wow. It sure has been a pleasure.
0: It has been so wonderful. You've really just opened up my eyes to maybe, I don't know, (laughs) a whole new me. I might get out of severe and and, and start my own law firm.
1: (laughs) Is there any more exciting way to start a day than, I don't know? I love it. Imagine you wake up tomorrow and you're like, I don't know.
0: Oh, so scary.
1: All adventures are a little bit scary, but real exciting and always worth it. Thank you, Jolene, for talking with me. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Anthem of Life. Our show is completely improvised and produced by me, Douglas Sarine, along with Mary Pat Farrell and Sarah Atwood Sarine. Our theme song was produced by the wonderful Ben Wise. You can find out all about his music at benwise.bandcamp.com. Additional music provided by Icarus. A special note of gratitude to Stephanie Weir for having some fun with us as Jolene. Stephanie is an actress, writer, and improviser, best known for her comedic work on shows like Mad TV and Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. She lives in LA, and you can find her on Instagram at Stephanie Without an A or on Twitter at weirdassimprov. Improv. And please do yourself a favor and check out her YouTube channel that she shares with her husband, Bob Dassey, called Weirdass. They have some really fun videos there. Inspiration for this episode came from the song Jolene by Dolly Parton. Find out more about that iconic tune in this episode's liner notes, where you can also find a link to our eclectic Anthem of Life playlist on Spotify. We're grateful for anything you do to share our show with the world. One easy way would be to take a moment right now and rate and review our show on Apple Podcast. It helps to amplify the anthem, and we'd sure appreciate it. You can find us on Instagram at Anthem of Life Podcasts. Give us a follow and let us know what you love about Jolene. Until next time, we wish you a life worth singing about.
0: Anthem of life.